this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter Podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me I've got my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing? Buckles, my man. Yep, going well. <laughs> Another week of UK Survivor in the books. Look, I'll tell you what, it's getting better. It's getting better, that's for sure. We've started a slow start of the season, but I do think the you know the last few weeks have been pretty good. This, this week was another... Solid week of Survivor. A lot more um, intrigue with the votes and things going on. A bit more gameplay happening now, which is fun to see. And uh, merge next week, so this is where it all gets fun, and, and it's it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good TV. I'm sure of it. No, definitely. I'm I'm very excited for merge. What I am surprised about is Kalaton going to trouble twice this week, and there actually being strategy in the votes. It is so weird. You don't you don't think Calaton and strategy in the same sentence. They just they just don't work. And now all of a sudden we get two quite strategic votes. Two smart votes, two good tribal councils, and like this is like two good episodes. If if we didn't have the letters from home in this in this second episode, it'd be two perfect episodes. I was happy. I was happy. It's good being here. Feels like real survivor now. <laughs> Well, first off, I, I'll tell you why the Calaton Tribal Councils were actually decent. It's because, I don't know if you noticed, but Doug and Pegleg are now on Calaton, and they were from the Fun Tribe. So perhaps they uh, rubbed, off, Len- rubbed off a bit. Yeah, yeah. They're sort of teaching Okay, Le- Lenina, they were Lenina, they were Lenina people at Calaton. There you go. That might explain that's, it. Maybe, exactly maybe right. they should have swapped, right. like, week one. <laughs> oh, imagine a full tribe swap, not just two people, but... I mean, that's, yeah, that's another thing that we could have done. But yeah, let's not go into that. But you talk about Letters from Home. Now, on the, on the face of it, this episode, the second episode of the week, it was a little bit slow, a little bit, I wouldn't say boring, but, uh, different. But if we cast our minds back, yeah, you know, 20 years ago, this was, this was what Survivor was. This was a typical Survivor episode 20 years ago, back in those first sort of, you know, five to 10, oh, first 10 seasons, we'll say, where it wasn't all strategy. It was about, Emotional connections that the audience made with the players. It was the players telling them their stories, and it was less about strategy and and gameplay, more about relationships. And you know what? I don't hate it in that way. I, I don't mind a little bit of a blast from the past and getting to know these characters a bit more because I feel like once we know the characters a bit more, we'll actually care about it when they get sent home. Look, I actually want to sort of throw it back at you. 20 years ago, this was the thing. This is what reality TV was. It was awesome. We enjoyed this. However, now, 20 years on, reality TV has changed. People watching this show in the UK, yes, they're still new to Survivor. They st- we still need to give them some sort of emotional connection. But they don't want to see, what was it? It was 11 people <laughs> tell us, uh, no, 12 people tell us their stories. Like I, I, me thinking back after watching the episode, I can't. Nothing jumped out at me because there was just so much of it. We got we'd hear something from someone, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm starting to get an emotional connection with this this person." Then it would go on to the next person, and then after three people, you've forgotten what the first person that was actually intriguing was about. 
just makes no sense to me. No, that, I don't that's, like how that's they fair. did it. I don't like. I don't like hearing from everyone. Yeah, a lot of the stories are like about personal loss and like a loss of a family member or something, which is nice and that. But I guess when you show everyone's and, and you want us to care about everyone, it's like when you care about everyone, you care about no one. So you want yeah. to distinguish the players. You have to sort of be invested in, in more players. You can't you can't be invested in everyone. So you have to really elevate maybe four or five players to make us care more. Yeah. And yeah, you know, players they know aren't going to make it to the end and 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 um. And so, because they want oh, to, to get voted out, and then out. we're going to get hurt. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Look, that's right. So look, they wanted to have it both ways, perhaps. Yeah, we talk. We talk about Australian Survivor, and in Australian Survivor, we talk about in the past. This last season, they did it quite well, but in the past, they did sort of focus on like three three players, and those three players got ninety percent of the confessionals. And I do like how English Survivor is. Well, UK Survivor has spaced out the confessionals between all the players. Some of them are very, very interesting. Some of them, unfortunately, are a bit like Hannah, who literally just tell us what's going on. There's no intrigue in her confessionals. We don't need to hear from her. She's yeah, just literally saying, so, we, so we're going to the challenge. But it, it's every confessional. Give me some confessional about Hannah to make me actually feel for her, think about it, Feel her strategy, see her strategy. No, instead no, of but- just just every single confessional. So we went to the challenge and then we came back and it was shit. Oh, we went to the challenge and we came back and it was good. We won. That's like I feel like that's every confessional from her. Yeah, no, that's on Hannah. But you can't blame the producers. Maybe she's not delivering anything in the confessionals, and they need to put her in the show. So they give her like the most basic ones about we're going to a challenge, we're going to try, or whatever. Like it's up to the yeah. players to deliver content. You look at what Chris is doing now. Chris has really come out of his shell in the last few weeks, and he's you know he's virtually like dancing every confessional he has. His arms are going wild. He's so animated in his face and his voice, and that's fun. That's how you make characters. That's how you make yourself into like a George type character when you take over the confessionals and you tell your story. You make the season about you, and and Chris yeah. has obviously understood that. Uh, I don't think many others in this cast have. Some people are still fun to listen to and, and hear their stories in the confessionals, but Chris has really taken it to the next level now, which I, which I did like. Yeah. Another person that um, I'd like to talk about, and I guess we'll talk a lot more about her over the podcast and definitely at the end, is Jess. Losing Jess. Holy shit. She, I know I know that you like Jess. You've you've been a big fan of her since the start. I love Jess. Always found her, I always found her entertaining, but I really think in like last week and this week, she really stepped it up and she was starting to learn the game. It's a yes. real shame it was cut short, I guess. I completely understand it was cut short. I, I, I'm i quite happy with the move. I think Cheyenne Lawrence did the right thing. But it was a real shame because she was starting to step it up. And even her conversation with Nathan, like, don't say my fucking name. Um, like, don't bring up my fucking name. That is that is so, that is so fun. Yeah. I love, I love that. And... And then going to Doug and Pegleg and sort of actually having a chat with them, like, what, is there something we can do? Because obviously she's again shy. It's a shame that didn't come into fruition. But she really actually started to see how to play the game and she realized that she couldn't just be herself and that's it. Just her personality was not going to get her through. She actually had to get into the strategy. So that was nice. And it's good to see English Survivor... Oh, the UK Survivor is evolving in the first season compared to a lot of 
like all the, all the other franchises where they take a season or two to sort of get off the ground into that yeah, real yeah. strategy. Absolutely. Yeah, the you players are picking was, it up as they go. Yeah, yeah. You could definitely say from Jess, she was sort of learning, understanding what how it all works and, and what to do. And, um, I, you know, let's, while we're on Jess, she was, I love Jess. She was like one of the most fun characters in this, in this cast. Unfortunately, yeah, like didn't take advantage of, of the swap and that. Um, I guess, do you want to talk about this vote? Like we'll sort of see it as like a two, 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 Doug and Peg, Shy and Lawrence, Nathan and Jess. And, you know, on that's, the face of it. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And you sort of think, well, the Calaton people have a majority of four against the two. How's this going to work out? But I think what um, Shy and Lawrence especially did really well was they sort of sensed that it was a 2-2-2. Two, two, two. And you want to be that two in the middle. And it's like whoever gets that middle ground first is sort of ultimately going to win that vote, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. So rather than Nathan and Jess getting to approach the other two, Shy and Lawrence got in first. They're, they're approaching Doug and Peg, and now they also have Nathan and Jess, and they can choose which way they want to go. So if you're the first person to get that middle ground, you're in a great spot in this situation. And definitely, and I just want to say, they may, I, I completely, I completely support their move. Okay. Shy has been, his name has been brought up since week one, since day one, since the very first vote, there was a mention how they don't really get along with Shy, And he, yeah. his name's been brought up. Lawrence was talked about being in the backup vote just last week. Oh, that's yeah. just the like the last two episodes last last time. Like this is these guys are well and truly on the bottom of Calaton. These are the two to make the move, and they do it and they do it well. This was obviously pushed by Shy. I see Lawrence as more of a follower and sort of again learning as he goes. I think yeah. he has a chance to really possibly make a foothold in this game if he plays a bit smart and if he can possibly forgive Doug and Pegleg in the future for this last vote. But these two did really, really well. They kept Nathan on side till the vote. And then after the vote, that just sort of went to shit. And obviously they lose out in the next vote. But I was very happy with this very this first one. They made the right move here. They used the pieces that they had. And they got out someone who had been gunning for both of them. Yeah, yeah, that I, I'm sort of still in in two minds whether Jess was the right call over Nathan. I think what they did was right in in teaming up with Doug and Peg, because like you said, they're on the bottom of Calaton, and Nathan and Jess are sort of like integral in like the Tanuke group, I suppose. Yeah. So come merge, they're going back to Tanuke for sure. So I think yeah, expand your horizons, make inroads with Lenena. That was a good plan. Was the right plan to get out Jess over Nathan? I'm not so sure. Yes, she's voted for them, but. You know the mergers are right around the corner and, and you know, I mean, we see Tanuke and Nathan be probably like the tightest alliance in the game. So I would say, would you want to break that up? Like, what do you, what well, do you, th- do you think was the right call or what, where are you at? Me, me personally, actually, I do think it was the right call going for Jess and these are the reasons why. Uh, Shai is a student of the game. He knows the game. He's watched the game. He's a, he's a fan. Okay? Yeah. We know that people in Jess's archetype once they get to merge, they slip through. They get by. They're not being yeah, aimed yeah. at that first, second, third merge vote. Okay? They're slipping through. They're getting by. All of a sudden, she gets a bit of power, comes and gets them, stabs them in the back, gets them later in the game. Um, she has openly been against Shy since the start. Whereas having Nathan in the game, whether he likes you or not, 
I feel like they did have a better relationship with Nathan than they did with Jess. So that leaves an option. That leaves a possible workable option. Obviously, it turns out, no, Nathan was hardcore against them. How dare you? They obviously didn't play it right. And that's something that Shy, we've noticed Shy this entire time. His social game is not good. Whether he has a strategic mind, we couldn't see it. We didn't see any of Shy's strategic mind until this week because he didn't have the social capital behind it. But Nathan, he had some sort of social capital with, so that gives him an option. Also, Nathan is a shield. I, I, I dare say when we get to, when we talk about next week, I see Nathan going out, possibly next vote or the vote after. I feel like next week, Nathan is gone because of how big of a threat he is, unless he goes on a massive immunity run. Yeah. He is In a, a se- shield and he will get them, having him still around. Say they didn't go to tribal council to like this last time and they get through to the merge in that five, that is a genuine person they can aim people at to get them that next vote, to get the to get a foothold into the Lenena tribe, to start making allies because he's a common enemy. Jess is a nobody. Jess there's Jess was on the bottom of her alliance. She got she copped votes for being weak and stuff. Um at, at one stage, and then she sort of got a foot in the foothold in the game when she realised. But she's on the bottom of that um, Calaton Alliance, and that's the sort of person that gets through the merge, and then all of a sudden she wields a bit of power a little bit later, and she's coming after Cheyenne Lawrence for what they did to Nathan there. So I think this was the right move. Yeah, look, it's hard. Like I do, I agree with you somewhat. Like I, it, it's, it's. There's not much, you know, I, I think, yeah, Jess is the type of player that if they make the merge, who's targeting Jess? Like, seems like the nicest person in the world. She's not going to do a challenge beast. She could probably make inroads with anyone socially. So, yeah, she becomes a bigger threat, but she's going to be hard to get out because yeah, who's looking at her? Um, but, like, why not try and build a five then with Nathan and say, hey, we're going to vote Jess out. Like, why ostracize him and not tell him? Like, isn't the best way to move forward like, instead of being a four, why can't you be a five? Like, if you tell him, like, is he going to, is he going to, what's he going to do? He, he can't do anything against the, against the plan. So, I don't know. Like, keep, keep him in the loop, uh, keep him on yeah. side, use him going forward. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, Nathan does not seem to have a whole lot of survivor knowledge. Um, his strategy is very, very basic. Um, even though he won the second vote, I don't believe he had a whole lot to do with it. It was genuinely in Doug and Pegleg's hands. And all he was, was the third vote in that. Um, I'm not sure if Nathan would have handled voting out Jess very well. And that's just from my read on the situation. I'm obviously watching a TV product. Um, and I'm I'm definitely not banking on Shy's reads on anything because Shy, whether he had a strategic mind or not, did not have the social game. He did not. He did not understand people. You can see it. He had that was his issue in this game. Um, so I'm not sure if he's reading it the same as I am. That Nathan just would not handle it. Um, yeah, maybe would perhaps not put yeah. Jess's not put Jess's name down. Possibly bringing it to him like. We're going to vote Jess. We understand you can't, um, but um, maybe maybe that might have worked a little bit better for him. 
Yeah. But uh, to, to work with someone like Nathan, I just don't, I just don't ever see Nathan voting for Jess in this situation when there's two Calat, when there's two Lenina people there. Cause originally they're Calaton strong. Yeah, I guess, and you never know Nathan, if he has an idol or something, he might play it. Yeah. But if he doesn't want to vote Nathan's Jess. At the t- Nathan's at the top of the alliance. Cheyenne Lawrence aren't. Oh. Cheyenne Lawrence are at the bottom of Calaton. They've been at the bottom of Calaton since the start. I actually thought Lawrence had inroads at first, and then it turned out, no, his best friends were shy. Um, It turns out he was nowhere near the top. He wasn't near the top the entire time. So Nathan's the top of the top. He's not going to... And he has no survivor brain. He's not going to vote out one of his people and not going to like you voting out one of his people, which is something that they should have sort of possibly read a bit better that he'd go against them. Yeah, okay, but let's pretend they do tell him and he doesn't want to vote for Jess, which is fine. He still has to vote for someone. And if Doug and Peg know that Nathan's in on the plan and then votes against one of them, they're less likely to flip on Cheyenne Lawrence as well. So, I mean, yeah, obviously there's risk in telling him as well, but I think you're probably going to gain more by telling him and he might shoot himself in the foot if he doesn't vote with you. So, look, I think it all worked out well for Cheyenne Lawrence, but then I can't believe how quickly it unraveled in the second episode. Like, I have no idea why Doug and Peg voted Shy out. Like, they've just built this foursome. They voted together. You're about to vote. You have a chance to vote again, like, a second time together, right before the merge. Build some trust for probably, like, a good seven or eight days together and go in with a, a tight four to the merge and you blow it up. For what reason? To get out a vendetta that everyone seems to have against Shy, because he's yeah, a challenge but... beast and must not be very nice. That is, that's literally, that's literally what this is. I completely agree. This was not the right move. This second tribal council was the Horrible. wrong move. You get out, you get Nathan out, you finish the job, and then you move forward. That leaves Doug and Peg League in such a great position. They've got their yeah. Lenena tribe that. They're, they're, they seem to be two of the favourites of. No one said a bad word about them this entire game. And you have Cheyenne Lawrence, a twosome that you can use to penetrate that Lenina tribe if you need to in the future with what seemed like Shy was very, very loyal to them. Like, he, that was part of his end game. He said because they have nowhere else his, to go. Um, yeah, there's, there's no... Like, yeah. Shy and Lawrence so, have nobody else to turn to. Nathan just goes back to Tanuke now. You don't have Nathan as an ally. He's, you voted against him for getting out Jess. And, yeah, maybe you work with him for one vote to get Shy out, but he's not with you anymore. Whereas if you're, if you're with, if you vote Nathan out, if you're Doug and Peg and you vote Nathan out, you're with Shy Lawrence now for two votes in a row. This is something you've built together. This is a force and you can work with going forward. It was, it was right there for the taking to run the game together and, and you've just thrown it all away. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say it's thrown all away like, like that it's, Completely the wrong move because if we talked about who we think might win this game, Doug's definitely up there for me. I don't think Peg Leg is, but Doug's definitely up there for me. So I don't want to say that you can't win the game off this move, but I'm not happy with this move. This it's made it harder for not the right. Yeah, it's it's just made it harder for themselves. And obviously, I do understand they're not positive. This is a new franchise; they don't know what the routine is there's no patterns to watch previous seasons and work out when the merge might happen so they don't yeah. know that the merge is happening i don't even know if peg leg or nathan know what a merge is 
Um, <laughs> I'm <too> sure, <laughs> surely. I'm sure they get like a guidebook to Survivor. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. I'm not. They definitely didn't know till they got the guidebook. <laughs> yeah. So they read um, their buff. Survivor? What is this? <laughs> Survivor? What is this? Um, but I, I do believe they made the wrong move here completely. However, getting shy out, it's not a horrible thing for anyone's game. And I'd actually like to talk about who, getting Nathan out, who does that help? So that helps Doug and Pegleg. Okay. Getting shy help, shy out helps Doug and Pegleg, not just, and, and this is just, this is just something that I want to float by you. Shy has been aimed at this entire game. No one likes shy. Everyone wants shy out. Think about everyone on Lenana, whether they were original Kalaton, original Lenana, chances are they want Shy gone. Getting Shy out, getting this big target out in this style of game. Usually, if this was in America, you get the biggest threat out, you're probably out next. In this yeah. style of game where it's loyalty, where you could see like Le- Lilani and how aggressive she was against Shy, getting someone like this out gives you that in. It gives you that first conversation with people you haven't met yet. It gives you a likability almost to players that you haven't met and your old tribe. Yeah, no, I I understand that. And I think, well, Peg, Peg, the whole reason to mutiny over to the other side was to get shy out. That was his goal. And yeah, hard to believe why, but I I listened to Shy's exit interview, uh, today and um, he was saying that early on, especially early on, but I think throughout most of the game at every challenge he would be the, the vocal one, like trying to be a real stickle for the rules and everything against the other team to make sure no one was being like unfairly gaming gaming the system um, yeah. he would always make up the plan, the strategy for the challenges because he'd seen all the challenges so he had little hacks and stuff and he said to just put a target on his back straight away and I, I can understand it from that point. Like all these people haven't seen the game, and, and they they come and see this guy who knows who knows more than they do, yeah. and it's threatening. Yeah. He's but yeah, he's the villain at this exact at this exact moment. He is the villain of the season. Getting out the villain gives you credibility. It gives you it gives you that first conversation. It gives you like yeah, it's a feather in your players. cap. So it's a feather in your cap, and it's a feather yeah. in your cap that in this game isn't too threatening to vote you out. Say, like, you as Survivor, you vote out the biggest player, you then get voted out yourself. Like, that's that seems yeah. to be the system over there. But in this new first season of a franchise sort of thing, this I, I'm actually starting to like this move and starting to think he might have actually made the right move here. Uh, I'm sort of almost talking myself into it because Shy, being the villain, getting him out right before Merge, he almost walks into Merge as a god. To the rest of the tribe, everyone's yeah, going to be happy with you. No, 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 no. I'm not buying that. Look, here's the thing: you're if that. you're aligned, if you're aligned with the villain in a tight four, guess who everyone's targeting before you? The villain, yeah, the villain, the shy. Villain. Yes. He's always a target ahead of anyone else. So you want to be aligned with that person because they'll never target you. They always target shy first. So I just, I just, I just don't think it's a good move because now, okay, you you had a four. Now you've lost Lawrence and you've lost Nathan. You have no one. You, have, yeah. you only have Doug and Peg. 
I, I don't not, completely agree. I don't completely agree that they've lost Lawrence because Lawrence has nowhere to go. So he is going to be just happy with anyone that'll take him under his wing. But yes, I. So after you saying that. I was talking myself into it being a right move. It's still not the right move. You are right. It's, a, it's still it's not the right move, move. But I'm definitely seeing it. I'm definitely seeing a few more positives in that, in getting shy out, than I oh, actually I did that. even before this podcast. It only just hit me just then. So The thing is, Doug and Peg will most likely just go back to Lenina, Lenina Strong next week, and that'll be fine for a few votes. But you need to have inroads that other people on your original tribe don't have. So if they had Shire yeah. Lawrence as well as the Lenana people, they have something that the Lenanas don't have, and it's a, it's another option down the track. They've cut themselves off now, so it's, they've virtually made it a Calton versus Lenana again in the merge. Like I can't see a fluid gameplay here. Like Leilani might be the only link between the two tribes now. Yeah, no, def- that's definitely it. they've almost they've almost forced that hand. However, um, going back to uh, I think you said, what did you say? Was it a, a fully fledged uh, Lenana without any cracks? I feel like there might be some cracks now after this. Chris I think I said Lincoln. that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely <laughs> cracks. This thing's about yeah. to break in half. This thing's about to break in half. Like, do we, it, it might end up being a bit more fluid of a game with someone like Chris being in the middle of this conflict. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, do you let that argument with him and Lee. Uh, about the challenge throw. Do you let that blow up your whole game? Like, I, I was a fun argument to watch. There's no doubt about that. It was great TV. It was so and, much fun. <laughs> and uh, even Chris trying to throw the challenge was great TV. And we'll get there, I'm sure. But do you think this 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 uh, argument, will either of them let it ruin the game they're having? Because they're, they're both in a fairly good spot now. They have they have majority going into merge. They're sort of, I guess, the top of their tribes, which... In, in, in a normal, like you said, in a US season, that might, that's probably a bad place to be, but I don't think that is in a UK season. I think, I think being at the top of the tribe is where you want to be because, you know, yeah. you're revered by people and you're probably going to make it to the end. Do you think this argument uh, will blow up the game or their game? I don't know. I feel like just how Chris was arguing, he's a little bit, he's a little bit of a spiteful person. So it would yeah. not surprise me, even if he does it. But I also, he's definitely got a strategic mind and he's not a, he's not a dumb dude. So I don't think he's going to like blow it up next week and aim for Lee next, like the very next vote. Um, I think he, I think he's smarter than that. I don't see, this was, this was a pretty, like by the end of it, this was a pretty full on argument. This wasn't just oh, uh, a bit of a, bit of bickering. This wasn't just, uh, he said, she said, this, this got, Bloody personal. This got well, who, intense. So, I, do, you, do you lean on here? Like, who do you think had? Who do you think Lee, Lee was, was in the right? Lee was in the right. Yeah, I, I think Lee, so too. I, I think Lee I was in the I right. I still don't. I still don't completely agree with how Lee handled it. Like, if someone's no. apologising <laughs> to you, the last thing they want to hear is "You did this wrong. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. I could have done this yes. better." I don't think. I don't think he handled it right. I think Lee was in the right. And um, Chris, how how Chris argued was very immature. I found very defensive. Um, I thought very very defensive. Just yeah, very very defensive. Quite immature. Um, whereas Lee was a bit more aggressive. And obviously, oh, yeah. that's sort of just that's just their that's just their like their who they are and their personalities. I believe Chris almost forced. 
like uh, force the aggressiveness. Chris was in the wrong. He should have been going back with his tail between his legs, just copped listening to Lee say blah, 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 and it would have all been over. But Chris getting defensive is what escalated this, and he was in the wrong. Lee getting aggressive, no, we can't, we can't get aggressive. It's just that, it's just that simple. You can't, you can't get into that. Well, just even in real life, like in this day and age, males with that, like imagine like me yelling at you with the voice that I got. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not going to make anyone good. Okay, it's not, it's not something that it's something that is frowned upon in this day and age, and. It is, it's, it's just not a good thing. You just don't do that, especially on TV, especially in front of people. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's both, they were, both were wrong. Chris was wrong at first. Both were wrong in the end. And, but Lee was, Lee's points were right, I believe. Yeah. 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 I, I, I do agree. I think Lee was definitely in the right, but here's the thing I don't get, like, Chris, Chris has this, this challenge throw idea, which on the face of it, not a bad idea. I mean, challenge throws notoriously aren't good in Survivor, but if you want to try that, fine. But throwing a challenge by yourself, and maybe he told Ash, apparently, like, yeah. why not tell your alliance to try and build that trust with them and do it together? You know, we see tri- uh, Chris, he's doing cartwheels, he's throwing the puzzle pieces, he's got the goggles on. It's so obvious he's trying to throw it, and I think Lee even says he picks up on those vibes, yeah. and he saw him tell Ash, why not bring Lee in on that plan and say, hey, Lee, we're doing this together? Because anything exactly. you do together builds more of an alliance, builds more of a trust base, builds it's it furthers your connection with each other. So why not do that? I can, I can, I completely, I, I, I agree, man. I really do. Chris fucked this. This is, this is <laughs> the worst, this is the worst week, worst week for Chris. Okay. Take it buffs it off really him. was. I, we need to take some buffs off him. Like that, it's almost, it's almost getting to that point. Um, this was <laughs> not a good. This is not a good week for him. Throwing the challenge, like I compl- uh, throwing the challenge, completely understand the theory in it. Yeah, some yeah. people never challenge. I, I actually, I actually appreciate a good challenge throw post swap. If you were pre swap, I think you're an idiot. Post swap, yeah. There is definitely options, and it's to get the other tribe out. It's to get someone out before merge, right before merge. And this, these two votes were the two before merge. This is the right time to do it. You break down yeah. the other team where you've got them in a ch- where you've got a chance while saving your players on the other side. Um, how he did it was horrible. Yeah. He every, no, if if people didn't see that he was throwing the challenge, then people are idiots. Obviously, they weren't watching. Obviously, they weren't watching, and not most of them don't know what throwing a challenge is. But um, the, he, he was he, there was no tact to it. There was no subtlety. Nah. It was just I'm throwing this. I'm I'm I don't care sort of thing. And Lee picks up on it, and Lee even admits it was the right move. Which I've got to take my hat off to Lee. Like yeah, no, throwing I, the I challenge think... would have been the smart thing, and that is Lee sort of melding and learning the game a little bit. Yes, ah, that is the right strategy. Chris not telling them, idiotic move. You're in a you're in an alliance of four. You don't tell one person. You tell all four. No, that, yeah, I just, I just think he was sort of the way he threw it was definitely he was doing it for the cameras, which is well, I'm fine with that because I would like to see better TV, and he made it fun, but he was yeah, he definitely did. Did. playing it up even further. But how do you throw a challenge and not even be successful? Like, surely there's ways around it to make sure it happens. 
Especially one that's like literally will fall over if you just get like one piece yeah. wrong. <laughs> like, like you're literally you're holding just, it up. You can just let go. Just, you just let go. You just yeah. make sure you've got like half a dozen pieces and then, just, oh shit, I slipped. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're that far behind. Anyway, yeah. who, who knows? Now, Mac, you've been, you've been on an island for 16 days. You, mm. all you've eaten is rice. And then there's this you know, great award world. challenge. There's this great <laughs> award challenge that comes up and you've got to hold these discs up. You've got to hold them for a long time. The strategy in the discs that I, I, I won't even talk about that. Now let's and go into that real quick. The reward, they split into threes. No, I want to talk threes? about the reward. Why don't they yeah, split into, into the groups of two? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't why, know. why are we kind of kill the person in the middle holding up two discs, split into three groups of two, and you're more likely to survive, no? Yeah, and why do you put Jess in the middle of two strong dudes? Oh, did <laughs> that make sense? You put her at the end, and anyway. But, anyway, all right. Let's, what was the reward? What was it, what were they playing for here? Mate, mate, it's been 16 days. All you've eaten is rice. Yeah. You're really looking forward to something. Um, obviously, yeah, it's a shock to your system. So, yeah, bowels and your kidneys are just loving life yeah. at the moment. They're, they're really struggling. You might have had two dumps in the last 10 days. <laughs> and what do they give you as a reward? Curry and rice. <laughs> Spicy vindaloo, yeah. Spicy vindaloo. <laughs> That's exactly That's what I want. After I haven't eaten in that long, that's exactly what I want. I want to spend the next six hours on the toilet. How long do you reckon that even lasts in their body? Do you reckon that's in and out within an hour? That, that's that's gone. That's gone. That is straight through. They are not processing. They're not getting any no. vitamins out of that. It's just going straight through. Their body reckon- has not has not tasted has, has not even had salt and pepper most of the time. Yeah, and then you just hit them with a really spicy dish. Yeah, I mean, I love a good curry, but I feel like on an empty stomach for that long, probably not. Do you reckon yeah. they actually ate the rice with it or just have it without the rice? Like, do you want more rice after only eating rice or do you get sick of it? Uh, look, their portions of rice, like being Survivor, I'm guessing we haven't actually heard a whole lot about the food recently. No, so I'm not sure bad. what their portions of rice are. I'm not sure if they're having like one or two cups a day sort of thing or if they're down to like a little handful a day. So, yes, I dare say they've definitely, they're probably eating the rice. They're probably, if they're smart, they're probably eating a lot more rice with a lot less curry. Um, yeah, if, yeah. If, if they're, if they're eating smart. Um, but, but you want the flavors. Yeah. You want the curry. I love a good curry. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you definitely. can't beat those flavors, you know. You but, can't beat those flavors. Uh, even you were going to regret it even later. Even if you, yeah. Well, no, well, not later, like in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, momentarily. <laughs> Um, I, I, I want to know because obviously we know Australian Survivor has Portaloos. American Survivor doesn't. Oh, Sorry, and the, Australian Survivor so, has Portaloos. Portaloos, yeah. So Australian Survivor has Portaloos. American Survivor doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to know because right after they ate, did they just all split <laughs> and just go to like different logs in the, <laughs> the bush? <laughs> yeah. Just all at the one time. No camera crews needed. <laughs> this yeah, is like yeah, the camera. Yeah. This is, this is the camera's break. They've done this. They've given them curries so then they can have a break. <laughs> hmm. I mean, last week it was the milk. This week it's a curry. Like what, what are we doing next? Like, uh, who knows? Crazy. Next is la- just pure laxatives, just straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, it's like uh, a gross, look, it's a gross food eating challenge. You have to have a laxative. Straight yeah, up. You have to have it. Straight, you 
right. Um, I, there's, there's not a whole lot more to talk about, Mac. Let's um, let's right. start getting into what we think about what what did, what did we think was going to happen this week, mate? Well, let's have a look at uh, before we do next week on Survivor. Let's look at, let's look at our predictions from last week. So we've got double episode. I'm going to say merge is second episode. So first episode, I guess Chris is throwing this challenge. So I have to go. Lenena goes to tribal council. So if that is the case, I'm going to say they're going to get rid of Matt. I'm going to say Matt's going to go in the first episode. Then we're going to merge. And then at the merge vote, uh, Shy will be the one targeted because he has no friends. You got that right. It's not not the well, merge vote. It's not the merge vote. Yeah, I got one of them. Got, it's a, you got the right episode. Yeah, one out of two. It's not bad. Didn't merge, didn't get Matt, but I'll no, take no, that. I'm, I'm, take giving you, I'm giving you a half a point. I'm not giving you a full point for that. But Call you got the right victory. episode. You got the right name and the right episode. Yeah, well, Nothing it might else. be better than what you did. Let's, let's have a listen to what it's you a way, did. It's way better than what I did. At least got the mer- <laughs> I got the merge part right. Let's see. Matthew still gets voted out next episode. I'm sorry. I have to agree with you there. And then the week, uh, the next one, Lenana go back to tribal council again and Leilani gets voted out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's no good. good. That's no good. I mean, you got the no merge, right? No merge, yeah. Hey, do I get half a point for that? Then we're even. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to give you two, two, point two. two uh, Incorrect buzzers. Point two. No, point, no, point no, two points, please. <laughs> point two points. Well, you don't get a point for saying no merge because I would have said that for the first five weeks, the first five episodes. <laughs> well, no, but I, I picked no it like you said merge and I said no merge. And, and I said if it does merge, then I agreed that Shy was, was going to struggle and he didn't even make the merge. So there you go. So, I, I, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going with half a point. Right. You got it wrong, mate. <laughs> all right. Yes. All right. Unfortunately, I'm the one with the yeah. buzz. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about next week, and yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna just say straight up, Nathan is the merge boot, and episode two of next week. I feel like um, I still don't think that the Lee Chris thing's going to explode just yet. I think everyone comes together, and we've got a unanimous vote on Lawrence. And if I get the unanimous vote right, yeah, I, I want I, extra I, points. I'll give you an extra buzzer if you get the unanimous, but I doubt it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the merge boot is going to be like just like a settler, which is like just an so easy Lawrence. vote where Lenana has numbers. Well, I, I, I think it's going to be between Nathan and Matt. And the only reason I think Nathan might be safe is because maybe Peg and Doug have a relationship with him. So I'm going to say Matt is the merge boot. And then usually once you have like a settler, to get into the merge, things might happen. Things might change. And the people who think they're on the bottom of Lenena might jump ship and, and make something happen. So if that is the case, I think um, I think they might turn against Lee. And I'm going to say Lee is voted out in the second episode. Isn't Lee the person that's the bottom of Lenena? <laughs> no. Well, he, he put himself on top. I would say he's top of mm. Lenena. And the people underneath him, you know, like uh, the Ashes, maybe Chris has had enough. He might team up with um, Leilani and get a few of the Calatonians and uh, target target the the big man at the top. So yeah, that's I, how d- I, I definitely agree with that. But I feel like Chris is at the top 
Chris and Doug seem to be at the top and they've got their lackeys. And then Lee's actually at the bottom without realizing that he's at the bottom, even though he thinks he's at the top and everyone is making him feel like he is. Yeah, it's not It's not actually who's at top and bottom. It's the, the illusion, illusion of who's illusion. at top and bottom. And I think visually, Lee seems like he's on yeah. top. Okay. Visually. Now, um, well, uh, so that's what we think's going to happen next week. This week, we've still got to get through the voted out players. Unfortunately, two of, two of mm. my favorites. This is the probably the hardest week. Yeah. Um, these are two big players. Two big two names. Big names, two big players. Um, Shy being the only fan on yeah. Kalaton and um, Jess being probably the only, other than Tanuke, the only real spark in Kalaton. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Bad, bad week for Kalaton. Yeah, Jess, as a, a as a player, I loved, or oh, sorry, as a character, I loved Jess. I thought she was a really fun person, fun personality, good confessionalist, always had like a good one-liner. Always like positively, like a beaming positivity sort of thing. Every time JD would talk to her, she's so happy and, you know, just, just really liked her vibe. Uh, as a player, yeah, we sort of said she sort of learnt as she went along and got better as the game went. And that's, that's sort of true. Um, uh, just sort of, I'm not going to say swap screw because, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't she had swap screwed. Four of her original tribe. She wasn't swap screwed. I think um, she was screwed by her she had every previous. Chance. Unknowledge of the game, perhaps. But she had every chance to make Shy and Lawrence better with her, and and she didn't do it. And that's ultimately cost her. And um, perhaps the physicality of Nathan just out, outshone her, and and that's why they kept him around. So it's hard for her. But overall, like Jess, um, memorable moments. Oh, look. Nothing jumps out, to be honest. I think just her whole general demeanor and a whole general Don't say my fucking and, uh, name. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that was good, yeah. That's that's, that's a moment. Good. And then, um, will she return? Honestly, look, maybe, maybe. Okay, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. And I think she'd go a lot better on a second Definitely. Well, that's, that's what I want to say. So a part of the reason she even had this feud with Shire I genuinely believe Jess could walk into a room and even if she doesn't like a person, she could make them feel happy, make them feel wanted. I genuinely believe if if she knew what she knows now at the start of this game, she doesn't vote shy at random votes. Even if she's bringing up his name, she's not voting him out of the majority. Um, she's making him feel wanted, making him feel loved, making him feel around, even if she's secretly trying to get him out. This is, this is the issue here. If she plays again, I think she will do a lot better, and I would love to see her play again. She was a great character, and I genuinely think she was becoming a better player. And another two votes, who knows, she, she might have won this game. She genuinely, her archetype makes it far yeah. in this game. I think she could have had a good shot at it. So, and just remember, she's a fitting model, mm. not a photo model. No, a fitting model, <laughs> yeah, or not a fit yeah. model. Not a fit, not a fitness model. Not a model. fitness model. There you go. Fitness, yeah. So she's a fitting model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means that people dress her to test clothes. <laughs> Whatever I that think. means. Whatever that means. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> All right, and shy. Okay. All right. Tell Don't me about shy. shy. Tell me As about a character, shy. dude. You're a dud. <laughs> you did. Um, you you weren't overly entertaining. Um, as a character, you, obviously your social game was lacking. 
your confessional, your confessionals, uh, nothing popped out to me. As a player, there were chops there. There were chops that we didn't get to really see. We got to see a little bit this week and then you were gone. So it's a real shame because I really was looking forward to watching more shy on my TV as a player, as a strategic player, which is actually why I watch this show, not for the characters. Um, not as much for the characters. It's more for the strategy. Um, but yeah, I think a memorable moment, uh, maybe I do. I still remember that very first week when I saw his video and he's in a suit and with his hair all slicked back in that little man bun. And then, yeah, that's, that's actually a little bit memorable to me. Like he definitely played the part of the villain. The the pregame. (laughs) No, no, that was like in like episode one or two (laughs) when his little video. That was a memorable moment oh, right. for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Other than that, there's not a whole lot. Yeah. There's nothing. He, he was too monotone to have a memorable moment. Yeah, yeah. A little bit disappointing uh, for me, Shy. As a character, yeah, really a little bit lacking of, I wouldn't say a personality, but just like a presence on the screen. Like, he didn't really pop in the confessionals at all. He didn't really... Yeah, obviously he was great in the challenges, but... It's just all-round game wasn't that great for this super fan type person. I think this week we saw the best of him. I really thought he did really well in that first episode of the week. And even in the second episode, like, <laughs> I was considering giving him the buff until until he got voted <laughs> out. So he had a good week. And it, I guess he maybe he was starting to play the game now. He had options. Whereas when you're on the bottom from the start, it's hard to do anything. It's hard to find um, strategic maneuvers when you have no votes to work with. So... I thought, yeah, maybe there was something there. We just didn't get to see a whole lot of it, um, which is unfortunate. Um, uh, memorable moment, I don't really have any, again, because, he, like I said, his, his, his screen presence was so limited. And uh, will he return? Oh, honestly, probably not, because I just thought for this super fan archetype, it was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see him returning. I think as a super fan, you sort of you need pieces to play with. You need chess pieces that have mm. different move that make Definitely. different moves. It like it's it's not like playing checkers where you, every piece does the exact same move, and that that's sort of what I feel the tribe he was on. He was on a tribe of checker pieces, not chess pieces. Every single piece made the exact same <laughs> move. I like that. I really like that. Um, so he was playing checkers, he was not play, chess. He had to play checkers because. <laughs> no one else would do anything different. It was strength, strength, strength. Blah blah blah. That's his problem. Um, However, being a super fan is one thing. A lot of our super fans would love to get into the game, but a lot of us are never going to get there because we don't have that social capital to make those moves strategically. No matter how strategic we're thinking, you need to be able to have friends to make those moves with. You can't do it all by yourself. You can't get through the game of Survivor by yourself. And shy... Made one friend in the entire game. And when we thought he might get two more, it turned out that they were just getting through that vote and, and they didn't want him either. You need, you need to be friendly. Yeah. You need to be likable. And unfortunately, I, I really liked him, but they didn't seem to. Um, yeah, I guess this is why we this is why we hear everyone talk about how important the social game is because without the social game, you you just you just don't have any votes to work with. And I, you know, when the currency of the game is votes, 
you need to have people on your side willing to vote where you tell them to or, or make a plan with them. And and without that, you can't you can't do anything. And you can't win the game either. You can't be you need to be social in the game. And people need to want to vote for you. And if you have neither of these things, you can't do anything. You have no power. So it's a hugely important part of the game just to be likable and be affable with people and and social and 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 be you know get people to be on your side. Exactly. So he just didn't do that. And well. how it, Whereas yeah, Jess did. Jess did. Whereas Jess Jess did. did. If you combine Jess and Shy yeah, together, yeah. combine Jess, and, you probably got the perfect. Okay, player. so I want to give my buff to yeah, Shy, just Shy, just Shy. Shy or Shesh? Shy Shesh. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, best player of the best season. Best player of the season, Shesh. <laughs> um, okay, look, let's... Well, I, I I reckon we just get straight into the buffs because the truth is I'm giving Shy a buff of respect for, his, for episode seven. I'm giving... Yeah, I'm, yeah you're, me too. He gets my favorite oh, really? seven. Okay, shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought I was... He was, he was easily the best player yeah. in that episode. Oh, sweet. Oh. He, 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 was, he, he was the first, like I said, the first one to claim the middle ground in between the two groups of two. Um, he, he had Lawrence right with him. He got Doug and Peck on board to get someone out, which he wasn't working with. Jess has already voted for Shy, I think, twice. So he knew that it was a non-workable asset for him. So he found the middle ground, did everything right, got her out, and found himself in a great spot going into the next episode. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, in hindsight, we know what happens, but if we didn't know that happened, it was a fantastic episode for sure. Yeah. So he gets my yeah. buff. Oh, right, cool. Sweet. Okay, I thought I was doing something that was awesome, and no, nah, it turns out not awesome. You're doing the exact same thing. No, no. You were doing stock standard stuff. Nothing no, nothing exciting yeah. from you. For episode eight, episode eight's a tough one because, like we said, we didn't agree with the Doug and Peg move. Um, so let me just run through. I can't give it to Lenena. So it's one of these, it's one of these people... I can't give it to Shy, even though I was going to give it to him until he got voted out. Because I, thought he, I thought he had another good episode. Um, I can't give it to Lawrence. And I don't agree with Doug and Peg. But ultimately, they make the decision. Shy gone benefits Doug because Shy was a physical, I guess, uh, competitor to Doug. Uh, Doug's the one calling the shots with Doug and Peg. And you know what? Whichever way they choose to go they got themselves in a position to choose where they wanted to go. So whether we think the move is right or not, it doesn't really matter. The fact is they got themselves in a spot where they could decide what they wanted to do and they want to get rid of Shy. So for that reason, I'm going to go, my buff goes to Doug. All right. Um, look, I almost wanted to give it to Peg because I genuinely believe that Peg was the um, person wanting Shy out more than Doug. I don't think Doug gave a shit whether it was Shy or Yeah, Nathan. that's probably true. Um, however, I do agree Doug was the deciding vote and he was smart. He went with his allies' choice. Um, that's giving your teammates agency in the game, makes them feel good, makes them trust you more. Doug did make the choice. Um, the truth is, if I gave it to Doug, I very much disagree with the move. If I gave it to Doug, that would put him on top of the leaderboard. I can't do that. I'm going to give it to Nathan. <laughs> um, I'm giving it to Nathan, Nathan just because he survived a vote. He, he shouldn't have survived. Um, whether he had any agency or not in Doug and Pegleg voting this way, I I don't know. I don't think he did, but he seemed to have got out of this in the best position because 
he was supposed to go home tonight. So I'm giving it to Nathan. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. In a, in a way. In a way. In a way. All right. Well, that <laughs> brings Doug up to tied first with Tanuke and Christopher on three points. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Wow. And then we have Lawrence and Nathan on two points and Shy with two remembrance votes. So there you go. And we, of course, yeah. lost Rachel on yeah. one. So that's our leaderboard. It's, um, we've, de- it's definitely yeah. a lot. It's not very, it's not as sparse this season as it usually is in other seasons in Australian Survivor and American Survivor. It's not as sparse. It's just sort of a, sort of a few names and that's it. And they're all getting buffs. Yeah, I think it's it's sort of centered around the main characters, I suppose. And um, yeah, it's starting to take a shape as in who is controlling the season. And I do think like Tanuke, uh, Christopher, and Doug will be the central figures going through yeah, the move. Definitely. Yes. No, I I agree. Okay. Anyway, Mac, what you got going on this week? Hooey, here we go. Saturday night, Sydney Derby. Sydney FC versus West Sydney Wanderers. Get amongst it. Go to the Sky Blues. Um, got a, yeah, that's about it. It's the weekend. So actually meeting up with some survivor people tomorrow for some drinks. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. That's I'll, the weekend. Oh, I believe I'm catching up with you tomorrow night, mate. I'm quite excited for that. Yes, to meet yeah. up with you. Yeah, for drink. Sub- that's so always what, a good I'm time. I'm just a survivor person now, am I? <laughs> <laughs> There's other people with us, but yeah, you're one of them. Yeah. That's all. That's all I see you as. Now. Just a, We're not podcast friends. We're just, we're just survivor, survivor friends. friends. So, no, cheers, cunt. Um, okay. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> well, yeah, I've I got uh, cricket this weekend. I got a bit of family shit. Obviously, catching up with survivor people for drinks tomorrow night, which I'm very, very excited about. And then. That's it. That's that's all I got. Um, excited to talk beautiful, about beautiful. American Survivor with you. This is a great season. I missed out on last episode, so I'm very excited to catch up and see what you think. And oh, you missed yeah, a great one. Yeah, see what I think. It'll be it'll be good. So looking forward to that, guys. If you made it this far, hit us up on Facebook at Survivor Buffs Blindsides and Banter. Get us on Instagram at Survivor underscore three BS. Get us on Twitter at Survivor three BS. I've been Buckles. He's been Mac. You've been awesome. Thanks, guys. See you, Mac. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Buckles. See you next time. Is this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. 